Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Did you save any of your wedding cake and no. or freeze? Yeah, we didn't do that either. Come on. I just wonder, has anyone done that and did it turn out okay? We did save Kristen's placenta. We fried that up like spam mm. and had that with some scrambled eggs. I hope you didn't tell your breakfast guests. Just, hey, what do you think of this? This Pretty is good. the best we ever had. Mystery breakfast meat. Yeah, it's delicious. You're huh? eating some of her inside yeah. right there. What do you think of that? Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavaka, dude! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! Welcome in. And I can't think of a guy that I'd rather host the last show of 2022 with than Timmy Hall. Look at you. Oh, hello, man. Must be nice to be Timmy Hall. Happy New Year, buddy. How we doing? It's been about doing, a month. I'm doing terrible. Good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that I finally saw you today, and we get to, get to have some good ping pong. Yeah, there but, wasn't a whole lot going on after prepping the show was done. Other than there's ping no, pong. There's no prepping today. It's, it's, it's get Georgia. ready for tomorrow. Yeah, and Georgia. I, I got to tell you, man, I know a lot of you are excited about this game and you're hyped up for the game. We've had... Now, why do these guys have to talk to the media every damn day? What else are you going to do? How about you just practice? You get ready for the game. <laughs> no, nah, we can't Why do have we have that. to have media availability every single day yeah. for these coaches? They say the same damn thing every single day. I say this as a member of the media. We don't need this much. Because it's all gobbledygook. They're not giving us new information. I am so terrified for this game tomorrow. My parents are coming over for dinner tomorrow. They said, what time do you want us to come over? I said, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock? I need you to be out of my house by 8 o'clock. I cannot watch the game with people. I said, if you want to stay in the house, you can stay upstairs. I'm going downstairs by myself to watch this game. Is this only for big games for you? Does it matter if it's just one of these, you know, regular or low-level Big Ten opponents for Ohio State? Is it got to be like a high-magnitude game? It normally doesn't matter. But if the game then becomes closer than we expected it to be, then I have to excuse myself. For the Maryland game, it was my niece's birthday. And so Kristen said, come to the party, come to the party. So I went to the party. But then as that game got going, I had a little loose poo-poo. I had to excuse myself, go in their basement and watch the game. Yeah. And hey, man, this is, the, this is part of the deal. All right? I do this for a living. But the reason I've been somewhat successful at doing this for a living is because I care deeply about this. I'm, not, I'm never going to be one of those guys that can, after a big loss or a uh, close victory that shouldn't have been a close victory. Just sort of shrug your shoulders and say, all right, on to the next thing. It bothers me. I'm still bothered by the Michigan loss. I am nervous as hell for this game tomorrow. I, I'm enjoying none of this buildup. Well, come on. I can't understand you 
meaning anyone, if you're not nervous about this one. I've talked to plenty of people who aren't nervous. It doesn't make any sense to me. My father-in-law is not nervous. He thinks we're playing with house money. I would I would love... Why is it house money? I don't know why. This is an incredible amount of no, pressure for apparently, apparently we're just TCU Good now. God. We're just happy to be there. That's what we are. We weren't expected to be there. We're happy to be there. That's all that counts. I don't relate to that at all. Is this more pressure for Ryan Day being in the college football playoff as a, as opposed to not being in it? This year? Yes. yes. Having lost to Michigan be- and getting yes. this second chance, I then think at least it is more too. You, you lick your wounds. You go into the offseason. You try and convince yourself that you'll be back and better than ever in 2023. And you exercise the demons against Michigan. But now... You have to go try and beat the best team in college football. Right, right. Now, I would say as a competitor, and even if it were me, I would rather have my shot this way. This is what you're no, paying I'm not, for. I'm not saying. I know you're not saying that. I, don't, I know. I'd rather them not play. I know I'm not, you're not saying, saying that. that. I'm, just, I'm just saying that. You, you want the opportunity. with Look, there's a lot of risk going into this game, but it's going to be a massive reward if you figure out a way to pull it off. And I know that they've got... The talent to do it, which is why I think this game is more on Ryan Day and Jim Knowles and the game plan that they put together and how they coach in this football game. I think it is a massive coach's game right here because star power, talent, some of the look, we know we know the weapons that we've got, right? C.J. Stroud. It's a great opportunity for him, too, because he's been a little bit wonky this year. I mean, we can say he's he took a second straight trip to the Heisman ceremony, and that's a great accomplishment just doing that. But he did not put up the type of aerial season that he did his first year at the helm. So it's a great opportunity for him, having lost the two Michigan games, and that's probably it. But with Marvin and Emeka and the O-line that, that he's played behind all year, there's a lot of talent on this team, and it's on Ryan Day, who's making darn near $10 million a year, and Jim Knowles making $2 million a year to put these guys in the best position possible to win it. And if it starts going wrong, then they have to be smart enough to fix it during the game. Well, that's the thing. And I don't know how you can be confident that that will take place. You know, Ryan Day said yesterday, they've always been preparing for this. The guys know it's a big game. Yeah, the Michigan game was a big game, too. And when you faced adversity, you crapped yourself. You went into a, a, a fetal position in that second half. Twice you've done this, back-to-back years. And you crapped yourself. If you want to say, a year ago, this team just wasn't good enough, fine. What are we saying this year? To have a second half like that. So you tell me, is that coaching? Is that everybody sucks on defense and we didn't know that because this Big Ten schedule is so terrible? I don't know. I will tell you this, as talented as you said this team is, and I agree with you, uh, defensively, I don't know how talented they are. I know that secondary is not any good. And I think they can be exposed again against this Georgia team. If I'm Stetson Bennett, I know what I'm doing. If I see anybody out there on one-on-one coverage, I'm putting the ball up. Because I'm either getting a big play completion or I'm drawing a flag. 100%. That's what I'm doing. And I heard uh, Steel Chambers in the Sports Center, just before we started the show, mm-hmm. saying... It's no, it's not a big, you know, secret. What we need to do is play solid defense. Trust that the guy next to you is going to make the play. I know that they have to say that, but I've always thought with this defense, especially, 
you sort of have to trust the guy next to you is not going to make the play. That's not to say you go up to his face and say, I know you can't get it, so I'm going to cover you. (laughs) But I think that's the issue that we have, is that you've got guys sort of in their own little world, not paying attention to the bigger picture on defense. Oh, I got nobody behind me? I'm going to over-pursue this guy. When you're driving out there, maybe it's just me being a paranoid bastard. I assume when I'm on a two-lane road that whoever's coming on the other end of me may swerve and hit me. Yeah, you got to be defensive. You, you have to think about that. I know that. what you mean. You can't just assume that everybody's going to do exactly what they should be doing all the time. You have to be aware on that football field. Even if the, the right play is called and the coach calls the right play, you can't count on every single one of your teammates to be in the exact same location as they should be in practice. Problem is, you can only do that to a certain extent on the football field. No, I, I know because that. Because there's a lot of space out there, and depending on what you're going to call, and if you're going to run an occasional blitz... You have blitz, to prepare for the worst-case scenario. Yeah. You have to. You still you still got to have some level of trust, you know? But that's, that's, why, that's why I'm getting back to adjustments and quick adjustments. If you think you've practiced something, and if you think you have turned a corner, whether it's with some of the technique... Whether some of these DBs, they've actual they've actually shown some improvement between the Michigan game and the practices going up to this Georgia game. But if how do we know? They, we don't know. I'm saying we don't know. This that's on the coaches to know. That's on the guys in that room and on the coaches to understand that. And if they get into a position where one or two guys are getting burnt badly, if Denzel Burke continues to get burnt badly, then you have to change something. You have to either get him out of the game, put somebody else in there, and then maybe Jordan Hancock or Jaquelin Johnson's not doing it. Maybe you have to roll a safety over there and shift up your coverage, right? Go to more too deep type of stuff. Make sure that you are keeping them in front of you. And, and the one thing, you know, Devere brought this up recently. With Georgia, with the way that they run, they're in a lot of those two tight end sets. They run a yeah. lot of those big formations. And Ohio State's defense has been pretty good defending that. That's sort of their bread and butter. And I feel more confident when Tommy Eichenberg can be a big part of the defensive game plan. You talk about guys that you trust on the defense. Who do you trust more than that? Who do you trust more no, than 35 right. on, on the on defense? On this team, nobody. I would feel very comfortable if he's a guy that's clogging the run gaps and Georgia wants to keep relying on that and then they can get some of those stops not, through the air. They're not stupid, though. Yeah. They're, they're not going to rely on that. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. If I'm watching this Buckeye team on film, I know what I'm doing. I'm taking shots, yes, right? I'm, I'm taking shots. I'm putting three wide receivers out there every so often, sometimes four. I'm spreading the field. And I'm even, going deep. Even if you have, and we just saw it against Michigan, even if you have a first half where the Buckeyes are good against the run, I'm going to continue and just have faith they're going to break. <laughs> yeah, because it's the second I'm half. Georgia, yeah. That's what I do. And Ohio State has to concentrate on being better. It's as simple as that. And in terms of offense, you cannot move the football between the 20s, then get in the red zone, crap your pants, and settle for three. You can't do that in this game, and that has become a trend the last six weeks of the season. This team was the best red zone team in college football early in the season. They have have turned into a nightmare in the red zone. They are not calling the right plays. They are not executing. You cannot settle for three points in this game tomorrow. Look, I feel your terror. I do. You don't feel it. I feel it. I have bubbling bowels right now. I do feel it because I have it myself. I do also think there's a recipe and a way for Ohio State to win the game. All right, I think so too, but we'll talk about that next. we'll be talking about it a lot. Yes, we got two, two hours, three hours of this.
Sprinkle in some other stuff. It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Mm. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Right lane is blocked on eastbound I-70 east side due to an accident before State Street. And some good news, the accident now cleared westbound I-70 at US-23. This report is sponsored by Family Dollar. Start the new year off with Family Dollar. Stock up on brands like Hawaiian Punch, General Mills, and Red Baron. Plus, keep things clean and organized with all Snuggle, Purex, and an array of storage items. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Last show of the year, Timmy Hall is with me. Bone and I are back together on Monday. Yes, it's a holiday for a lot of you. We will be here live, three in the P. Hopefully, talking about a Buckeye victory in the Peach Bowl. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. NFL picks coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, Buckeyes in Georgia tomorrow night, kick shortly after 8. What times are... Live coverage starts at noon with Fan Sports Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I am extremely nervous about this game. Here, You said there's a pathway to victory. So before I continue with my pathway to hell (laughs) that I seem to be on... Give me your thoughts on how the Buckeyes can win this game. The way the way Ohio State can win this game is if they can do some different things with C.J. Stroud and get him away from that menace that is Jalen Carter. Because the pressure that George is going to create up the middle of the line of scrimmage is going to be difficult for the center and the two guards to handle at times. So they're going to need to have... Mayan Williams, who all things that we're hearing, he had a stomach bug issue. He was just a little bit ill. But other than that, health-wise, physically, he should be ready to go for this game. So we might need a guy to chip block, chip, right up the middle, and then move C.J. Stroud either out of the pocket to the left or the right sometimes. that concerns me because C.J. on the run is not the best C.J. throwing the football. I want him to just slide out of the pocket if he needs to, if he can't get the time. I hope that Jalen Carter... Because he, this is going to be one of the big keys to the game, is can you handle this guy to a point where he doesn't Aaron Donald-style wreck the football game, yeah. right? Then you got a problem. And if you believe that there's a way for Ohio State to win the game, which I do, then you also got to believe that man for man, they will be able to win some of those battles to give CJ the You're little bit of time to. to get the ball. And also... Getting the ball out quick, while I don't mean going to straight bubble screens, but running some hitches and some button hooks See, that's up the what seams. I'm, but that's what I'm scared of, is that... Is the, the bubble screens? They're going to be so scared of pressure in the pocket that instead of taking advantage of 
a one-on-one matchup down the field with the best wide receiver in college football. They're going to be too nervous to let a play like that develop, and we're going to see what we saw offensively against Michigan, which is running bubble screens, trying to get the ball out as quickly as possible. And defense, or, uh, Georgia defense is not stupid. They're going to see that. They're going to jam you at the line of scrimmage. You're going to try and take that away. And it's up to Ryan Day to say, okay, now we've shown you that look. We're going to adjust and go down the field. Which will be a change to what we saw against Michigan. Where Ryan Day said to himself, we're going to beat Michigan at their own game. We're going to continue to do this until we win. Guess what? They didn't win. Yeah, I know. Well, this is also the game where if it's going to get done, you'll have to see that ball well, to thrown your point, to Marvin Harrison. You can't get coached. No. This is Ryan Day. This is Jim Knowles. You, you got to come up with a plan. And if that plan is not working, you have to be comfortable enough to adjust on the fly. Isn't this what you want to? Like, isn't this when you, when you get this job here at Ohio State? I mean, this dude grew up in New Hampshire, right? Do you think there was ever a point in time where he imagined he'd be the head football coach at Ohio State when he was growing up quarterbacking at New Hampshire? You start going up through the football coaching ranks. I get it. You can bounce around and bop all over the country. Then when he wound up getting here to Ohio State, sure, I think he saw that the, shoot, you know, the, Doorway might be open if Urban leaves, but yeah. here we are. This should be your dream, right? You are in this spot. You were selected to be the coach here for a reason because of the mind you have for coaching and scheming offensive football. This is it, man. And again, despite his failures, I have to believe that Ryan Day has got it in him to pour over the game film to come up with the plan that is going to work. And if it doesn't, then to have that plan B sitting off to the side to change something up with the weapons that he has. Maybe it's Dallin Hayden gets more in the mix. Maybe it's a Xavier Johnson or somebody comes up and has a couple of big plays. But or are we, are we not, him again. Are we not supposed to ask questions like, why wasn't Dallin Hayden in the mix? You are. Against Absolutely. Michigan? Absolutely. That's the thing that I don't understand. Is he going to have one of these moments... In this game where he gets too cute for himself, where he's almost, he's thinking too much about it. Well, they're going to be expecting this, so I'm going to give them this. It's fair of you to wonder that. I can't say that it's not because of what we've seen in the past. I I said this about Urban. Urban's not my favorite guy in the world, but you can't argue with Urban Meyer's resume. Urban Meyer never lost to Michigan. Urban Meyer won the big game twice before he ever came here and then won it again. And you can say he should have won more big games here. Maybe he should have won another national championship. That's fair. But we knew that Urban has seen the view from the top of the mountain. He knows what it's like mm-hmm. to go into those type of situations and come out with a victory. The, the other Ryan thing Day too, doesn't though, really know what it's like. I can't really criticize Urban compared to Ryan Day because, like you said, the credentials are what the credentials are. But when it got down to the end of the tenure, remember how we were looking at just the abundance of the QB run? And JT Barrett's sort of lack of an arm and the powerful arm yeah, to yes, get the of ball course. down the field. I'm not saying everything, wide receivers. everything was perfect. It kind of turns like that, yeah. Yes, but just like sometimes Urban would fall into, well, I, I trust this guy the most. In that, that case, it was JT Barrett. Right. So he's going to be my entire offense. Obviously throwing the ball and running the ball. He's going to be my entire offense. I think that Ryan Day, too, sometimes falls in love with an idea. I'm going to do this, and it's going to work. Well, it's not working, Coach. Yeah, but if I keep doing it, it's going to work because I have faith in our guys to execute. Yeah, all right. Having faith is great. Having a theory in your head, thinking it's going to work out is great. 
What are you seeing on the field right now? Do what you do best. Don't do what you think they're going to expect you to do or line up and try and play their brand of football. You be you. And if it comes down to it that you're you're trying to throw the ball deep and you can't protect the quarterback, well, then that sucks, I guess. Right? But you can't have an entire offense based on little quick hitter passes because you're scared of pressure. No. You know what? I mean, we have to talk about the run game, too. All right? Like, we can sit here and talk about C.J. Stroud and Marvin and Emeka, but you need to... Run the football. I think I don't think it has to be a bunch of a bunch of yards there, but if you don't run it for eighty yards at least, it's not going to happen for you. There has to be something in this game plan where you can run and get behind Dewan Jones, get behind Paris Johnson Jr. and run off tackle occasionally. Maybe you can test Jalen Carter and you know double block him and get up the middle and get that hard four I'm or five not, yards. I'm not it. <laughs> I said I'm maybe. Not. I said maybe. Why you do that? <laughs> just just to try it, just to see no. if that big bear is gonna just grab one of the, grab you with a paw and slash you to death. That guy's sensational, right? I mean, with, it's with been, the a, injury been a long time of this yeah. running back position. <laughs> He'll breathe on one of our guys. Mayan Williams will be dead by the end of the first quarter. Big bad wolf type of thing. I'm not around him. Straw. Oh man, but it's dude just just breaking this game down and talking about it. It's it's nerve wracking. I I hate how we have to wait so many days before well, a big game like this after tomorrow the now, loss. buddy. And now it's it's one day away. That's the it I, said, I said this on Wednesday too, and this sort of aggravates me. Where a lot of Buckeye fans I think are looking at the the most simple explanation which is well they were sort of hurt against michigan but they're gonna be healthy now because they're rested okay everybody's hurt at the end of the season everybody georgia played a tough season they're banged up at the end of the season you don't think some of their guys got healthy and refreshed over this time it's not just ohio state getting healthy and refreshed Georgia, too, of course. Is, is coming off of uh, battles every single week. They looked forward to the break. You got to think about what the other team is doing, too, just not you. Well, the one thing that I would look at, though, to counter that is you just never know how these teams are going to come off of it. We've seen Ohio State come off of these breaks in a really bad way, right? When you would expect them You're to right. be the team to beat. So I'm just saying but, it could happen to Georgia where whoever can come out and start early while that other team is still in the holiday lull it's been such a long time since either team has played football it's been longer for the Buckeyes because they didn't even get to go to their conference championship game right, right. but still even after Georgia wins that game I'm not like questioning their desire or anything or their willingness or want to win the championship they, they won they just won the championship they're, they're, they're the defending champ they're 13 and 0 for the first time in their school history they would want a pretty bad I'm sure when you've already been to the mountaintop, wanting to stay there is almost just as much of a of a thing as trying to get there. But the Buckeyes should be mad. They should be embarrassed. They should play with a little bit more fire in their bellies because of it. Uh, more conversation about the Peach Bowl coming up next. Uh, plus, we'll touch on Buckeye hoops. They got a victory yesterday. You know that game that knocked us off the air? That wonderful 3 o'clock, three o'clock start time man. that I love? That I'm convinced Gene Smith did on purpose just to screw me? <laughs> just to get back at you. Just to screw me. We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Accident blocking the right lane on eastbound I-70 east side before State Street. Also picking up a new accident on Powell Road east of US-23. 
This report is sponsored by Family Dollar. Start the new year off with Family Dollars. Stock up on brands like Hawaiian Punch, General Mills, and Red Baron. Plus, keep things clean and organized with all Snuggle, Purex, and an array of storage items. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Timmy Hall is with me today. Bone and I back with you live Monday at 3 o'clock. Yes, January 2nd, we will be here for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timmy, before we talk more Buckeye football, Buckeye basketball beat Alabama A&M 90-59 to yesterday. Yeah, Close baby. game at the half. Uh, Buckeyes aggravating me in the first half by missing free throws, among other things. And then second half looked like a completely different team, just blew them out. Yeah, I talked to the assistant coach. Uh, Mike Nettie was on our postgame show last night about the free throws at the end. Name dropping. I don't think I'm name dropping Mike Nettie. All right. I was going to tell you about the free throw situation. And they said that's something they have to get back to and put themselves or try to simulate more pressure free throws when they're in practice. It's hard to do because you can't really simulate when you're in a game. But when you're in a game with Alabama A&M in your home gym, you would just hope that the free throws aren't going to be an issue. And it was the thing against North Carolina in a pressure game at the Garden, and it cost him. I mean, yeah. you, you have a tie game, and you I can't, saw that, uh, can't make a free throw. Off that's off the subject a little bit. North Carolina lost again last night. Yeah, yeah. They have five losses now, and I want to say... They lost to Pitt! They're the first team in 40 years, defending champion in the last 40 years, to have five losses this quickly into the season. And it should have been six. Because the Buckeyes are better than them. They should have won that damn game. They actually lost that today, I think. That just went Oh, was it, was it today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they played a day game today. Like the Buckeyes played And yesterday. I was off and didn't get a chance to talk about that game. But yeah, I know. I was we're watching it. We're trying to put that in the past. Ready to punch the sucked. wall. But yes. You were never really fearful they were going to lose the game yesterday. You just wanted to see them play a more solid game, especially in that first half. Yeah. And they did eventually. The second half was wonderful. They covered the spread still. I didn't think that was possible after only being up by three points going into the break. But to win that one by 31 and to keep seeing Bryce Sensabaugh, I know, level of opponent, some tougher games are going to be on the way. You got to be excited about this kid. I, I, am, I am excited right. about him. And I've, I've talked about this with you before. The thing that excites me about this team is that they've got a bunch of built, thick guys. You know, with well, two C's and a K. You you know what I mean. Yeah. I think this is the perfect roster to go into a Big Ten season with. You know, sort of bang around a little bit. They're not the tallest team in the world, but you don't have to be. Mm-mm. 
I really think that this team is poised to do some good things in this conference as long as they do those little things like hitting free throws and don't beat themselves. And I think they will. Look, they were an 80% free throw shooting team before those couple of games. That's really good. That's going to be up there as one of the better teams in the conference, maybe the country. I'll, I'll have to look at the numbers on that. But to what you said about the size of this team... The width of the team, right? That girthy. Girth. Girthy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Bobby Carpenter's listening. He just drove into a ditch. I ditch? love the girth for these Buckeyes. You look at Bruce Thornton as a point guard and just the, the sort of bulldog mentality he has and what a great two-way player he is this early in his career. I think that's a great thing as they're going into Big Ten Conference play. You mentioned Bryce Sensabaugh. And with defense being the thing he's really got to pay more attention to, focus more at, get better at. The fact that he is one of those six foot six, two hundred and forty pound yeah. type of swing players, how can that not help you in your quest to become a better defender? Because you're you're naturally strong. When you plant your feet in the ground, it's gonna be tough for some of the guys in this league to move you off your spot. Right. So I feel good about that. We know what Zed's body type is. You even have that guy in Felix Okpara as a change of pace, a little different looking kind of guy that can come off the bench and protect the rim. And his offensive game still got to make some make some uh, headway there. But there's a lot of components. There might be 10 guys here now that you got Gene. And I mean, we're forgetting about Isaac Likely. This dude is a starter for you. And he's back now from his personal issues, had five assists as he came into that game, and he wasn't even supposed to play yesterday. That was the first game, I believe, nice. all season long that you had everybody healthy. It was. Gene was there, Gene likely was there. The game. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you got ten guys now that can possibly be in this rotation going forward. Buckeyes and Northwestern. I think that game is on Sunday night. They're tough, dude. Northwestern's always tough. scrappy and tough. But they have three good players. They they got, they got Ty Berry, Chase Audige has always been a scorer, and Boo Booey. Boo Booey. Good player, the Boo Booey. It's a real name. Hope you don't get too cocky out there. <laughs> You'll have to boo cocky. You know, I don't like that. You don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, Jackets, speaking of boo cocky. <laughs> Jackets <laughs> lost to the boo. Islanders last night. Uh, Corby was good. Who cares? They face the Blackhawks tomorrow at 1 p.m. They moved the game time for that. It was supposed to be a night game, but guess what's going on? They decided to move that to 1 o'clock. Two of the worst teams in hockey playing tomorrow. Get your tickets now. All right, Michigan and TCU start tomorrow at 4. That is the earlier game. Buckeyes start after 8 p.m. Are you going to be one of these people rooting for Michigan tomorrow? I've already I've already come to grips with the rule Teddy, for that. Teddy, are you going to be rooting for Michigan tomorrow? No, never root for Michigan. Okay, no, look, I, look, look. I no, thought I was going to fight with somebody look, today. Can't do I'm it. glad I don't. If it happens, it oh, happens. If it happens, if Michigan wins and Ohio State beats Georgia, I said this on Wednesday, I'm going to have to go to the doctor and get on even more pills that i'm already on there's no pill for that you're gonna have just to, well, trying you know to tell what it is? You. it's called tranquilizer you put me out because i won't be able to deal with it what about for when you do the show i don't care then i'll just ah, what's the difference we're gonna, we're gonna will ferrell you what's the, the difference school? t-bone will be here he can pick up the slack go to dart in your neck man <laughs> fine i think you know what i think for a week people would enjoy it <laughs> People, what what was wrong with that guy? Oh, he's on heavy 
tranquilizer. He's got a couple of horse tranquilizers sticking out of his neck. I right lose control the gam- of my right bowels. The gammons, too. <laughs> Just start going everywhere. Oh, lovely. What's the matter with that guy? Man. I won't be able to handle it. Just the prospect of it right now, the possibility of it, I will not be able to handle it. There's, there's too much to think about, isn't there? Just with losing to Michigan, you're trying to think about Georgia. You've got all these things going through your mind about if you lose this one in a bad way, what oh. would we be saying well, about losing, our team and our coaches? I don't care if about you good, win, bad, whatever. If you win and if Michigan wins in the early game, holy crap, Like it, it's happening. If you lose to Georgia, wow. it's bad. I don't care if you lose by one. I don't care if you lose by 30. It's bad. But if you somehow beat Georgia and you lose to Michigan for the national championship, you lose to Michigan for the second time in one year. That's the end of the world. That's not just bad. That is Yellowstone erupts and swallows us all into it. The volcano. Yes. That is Yellowstone. That's how bad that is for me. Maybe for you, it's no big deal. Maybe the Care Bears come over for you. For me, the world is over. All right. Now, even knowing that we've got some really, really positive Buckeye fans out there, and that's good, you know? Like, it's 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 good to be positive and... Not good to be positive. Deranged people I'm are just, positive. I'm just saying, like, as an outlook on life, and no. if you can... No! What is that? Who are you trying to pretend to be? I know who you are. <laughs> the reason why we're friends is because you and I both share the same outlook on life. Right. We hate people! We hate everything! I'm just saying, it, it must be nice, right? It must to, be nice to be a lunatic, to be a deranged <laughs> lunatic, and think that this world is a good place to be. You're right! I, you didn't let me finish. All right, go ahead. It must be nice to actually believe in your team all the time. And let me It's not normal. But let's let's be clear about something. Ohio State football for the past 7-8 years has usually how many teams have they even been an underdog in? You know what I mean? They oh, usually not, not many. they usually go into a game and the right choice, the safe choice would be to pick them to win and to believe that they're going to win. So, in some ways I'm saying I envy those Buckeye fans that can get back on the horse and have a good positive feeling about their team going into a game. I don't have it. I'm more like you in that regard, especially going into this one against Georgia because of what we've been looking at with this defense and how good the dogs are this year, being the defending champs in 13-0. and But holy crap, where's the Tylenol? We'll see. <laughs> Going to need some help tomorrow at about 4 or 5 o'clock. Uh, what's the bowl schedule look like for today? I will tell you. Coming up next, Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Center. On the eastbound north outer belt, there's an accident off on the right berm after US 23 north side. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips. Whatever you need, there's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. All good news. Timmy Hall's here. That's not the good news. The good news is Maryland has just beat NC State. In the uh, what is this? The Duke's Mayo Bowl. This is something so is about to happen. Is here. about to get mayonnaise. Oh, dumped on him. When's it? They're actually showing Mike Loxley roaming around the field now. It just ended. They're going to the mid. They're going to midfield to shake hands. Someone's got the bucket of mayo and they're hunting for him right now. Oh, it's exciting now and you, disgusting. You hate mayonnaise. Oh, it's the worst. I've never grown accustomed to it. The only thing that I could say is in my older years, I've stopped caring if it's an ingredient in something. People used to always tell me and remind me, you know what's in that, don't you? I'm like, yes, I know. Could you just let me have the coleslaw on my barbecue sandwich and and I can eat it and then just move on with my life? I get it. There's mayo in it. But straight up mayo as a condiment on a turkey sandwich or... A burger or any kind of sandwich? No, just get out of my face. It's disgusting. Have you tried it recently? Do you keep coming back to it to see if your tastes change? I haven't come back to or it. Or forever are you against mayo? Like just the condiment? Like we just talked about? No, well, I, I'm not. I haven't come back to that spoon. in a while. Maybe put it on a BLT or something. Right, right. I, I get what you're saying. No, I haven't really come back to that in a while. It, it is so ironic that by mistake, you maybe, used to host a show with Beanie Wells. Yeah. Nobody on earth likes mayonnaise more than Beanie Wells. He wouldn't even put anything between the bread. It would just be bread, mayonnaise, bread. Well, there's, That's it. Well, there's mayo between well, the bread. That's what I mean. No other <laughs> toppings, I mean. There's not even a tomato there or a piece of bacon there. He would have straight up mayonnaise sandwiches. And you two hosted a show together. I know. I can't believe that. They just left the coverage of the game and they didn't show him getting doused with mayo. You think he's one of those well, guys? Well, we got to get to South Carolina and Notre Dame. You think Mike Loxley's one of those guys that doesn't allow that kind of stuff? Like, no, no, no. Like, no Gatorade bath Look, for you, me. you win the You're bowl Mike game. Loxley. He was getting ready for it. He took off, like, his jacket, and he was putting on yeah. like, a special yeah, shirt, and they were getting ready for it. Yeah, the ceremony. Yeah. Special sh- what special shirt? Take it was probably, off. like, the victory of the uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Go shirtless. Yeah. Did they, have a, bra- did they <laughs> have a branded shirt, like, with the Mayo logos on it to take I, the bath? I remember, I think it was the year after, or the second year after, Michael Jordan retired, and the Bulls were terrible, right? So they, they beat the Jazz, won their sixth title, then everybody goes away. They start from scratch. Last dance. The Bulls were so bad the next couple of years that when they would win any game at home, they would shoot off little confetti cannons like they had just won the championship. It was embarrassing. Wow. It was they embarrassing. They did that at the yes. United Center? Yes, for just wins. Wins. How bad were they in those bad. next couple of years? Like Horrible. 18 to 22 win seasons? Was it that bad? Yes. Was it, it was that bad. Yeah. But they would shoot off these little confetti things, and it was embarrassing. It's like, hey, we finally did it! I think because the Blue Jackets are so bad, every time they win a game, Yarmo gets a mayonnaise bath on the ice. You take him out there. He takes his shirt off, shirtless, and he's got to get Duke's mayo thrown all over him. That's the equivalent of the Bob Nick Foligno hug. No, I is I, Yarmo getting mayoed, and that is a verb. You're missing. You're missing how to make this better. 
You got that cannon that's not being used a lot. You stand him in front of the cannon. And then mayonnaise flies out of the cannon. We blast him. (laughs) We blast that son of a gun with mayonnaise. Okay. Not with a cannon. Not with a real cannon. I don't want you to blast his head off with a cannon. First of all, Yarmo could take a cannon. He would say his stomach muscles wouldn't even move. <laughs> Fire cannon now. He's he's actually the guy that gets that takes the cannonball to the stomach. Ironically, the toughest guy in the team is Yarmo. The guy who wears the suit. What does John what does JD have to do though? Gotta be Just something wax, for him. Wax his mustache. He already uses mayo to wax his mustache. Man, I wonder. I wonder if there's someone out there that uses mayo for Something different. All right, bowl schedule today. Maryland beat NC State. That's three for uh, the Big Ten. Three yeah, good, no. good for them. Uh, Piet and UCLA. That game started at two. They still playing that game, Teddy? 21-14 at the half. UCLA. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Notre Dame and South Carolina just underway. South Carolina already up in that game. Seven to nothing in the first quarter. Then it's the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Ohio Bobcats in Wyoming. This game is only streaming on Barstool. You can't watch it anywhere else. It's a first. And then tonight, Orange Bowl, Tennessee, and Clemson. Who do you like tonight? I will take Clemson. I don't know why I asked. I don't really care. Yeah, who does care? Yeah. Who's playing quarterback for Clemson care. tonight, Teddy? Who was it? Who'd they bench? They, bench, they, they, they benched, benched Uwe right. yeah. But who who was already playing for him? I forget his name. His name is Cade Klubnik. Yes. Okay. Or Klubnik. He's pretty good, too. Klub. Klub. Corey Kluber. Just signed. Yeah. Corey Kluber is one of those guys that will sign a one-year, $10 million deal for the rest of his life if he good, wants to. Good. Every offseason. Fine. We're going to try out America here. Who did he sign with this offseason? Uh, Ted. Who Red Sox. Boston. Right. Yeah. Making his way through the AL East. He's pitched for the Rays. He's pitched for the Yankees. Now he's going to pitch for the Red Sox. We'll take him with, with the Orioles next year. That'll be all right. You excited about the Orioles? They didn't do anything. They just signed somebody. Who they? Yeah, sign? but the, for the most part, they didn't. They went through the whole winter meetings and didn't make a single move after that season. What how, season? How did Brandon Micah Hyde not win Manager of the Year? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Micah Hyde. I'm like, that's not his name. <laughs> it is. I just added uh, a Micah. I like that. Good. What's next, Timmy? Oh, is Luke Fickle ready to shake up Wisconsin's offense? And more talk about the Peach Bowl. We're going to massage your peach. Coming up next, (laughs) Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Right lane is blocked due to an accident on eastbound I-70 east side before State Street. This report is sponsored by Ace Hardware, West Jefferson, now hiring. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has a variety of warehouse positions and shifts available, up to $19.25 per hour plus incentive bonus. Ace will provide excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. NFL picks coming up at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Timmy Hall is with me for the final show of 2022. Bone and I will be back and live on Monday at 3 o'clock. And you can hear our new show open on Monday, too. New year, new show open. Uh, Notre Dame has just scored a touchdown in the whatever this is bowl against South Carolina. Remember, though, we're supposed to care. We're supposed to care about what happens to all of these bowls. I continue to read. Article after article about the death of college football and how it's just become this corporate monstrosity. Are you kidding me? We have five and seven teams playing in bowl games with corporate sponsors all over them. I just saw that the, uh, what is it, the uh, Fiesta Bowl, TCU and Michigan. Mm -hmm. They have a trophy if you win that bowl. I saw it today. Uh, the value of that trophy. Do you know how much it cost to make that trophy? I did not see this. So was it something around two and a half million dollars? Two, what, two and a half million? Two point five million dollars. There are diamonds on the trophy. Wow. Two point five wow. million dollars to make the Fiesta Bowl trophy. Does it have yes. a Verbo logo on it? I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. They're the new. Would you have known that they're the new Fiesta Bowl well, we, sponsor? We got to bend over backwards to make sure all these bowl games are still involved, like the whatever bowl here between North Carolina, not North Carolina, South Carolina and Notre Dame, where both of these teams really don't want to be playing in this game, but they are anyway. You know, I, I don't get it, man. You can have a problem with name, image, and likeness. Sometimes I do too. You know, I didn't I didn't necessarily see these collectives forming and changing the way that recruiting happens, but the people involved in this should have because they deal with these people all the time. They're called boosters. All right? They've been involved with these people for a long time. And in some cases, you've got former coaches involved in these collectives too, so it's not like, oh, it's just these rogue bad actors ruining the game. Urban Meyer's involved in one of these. Right? Yeah. Cardale's involved. Cardale's involved in one of these. these. But I'm just saying, you've got prestigious members of your college football alumni involved in these booster collectives. I don't know what this game is trying to protect at this point. The corporate monstrosity that is the bowl system that people keep telling me that we care about. I was reading an article today saying even the worst bowl game gets 2 million people watching. Well, that's false. Because 15 bowl games so far this year have gotten fewer than 2 million people watching. You you have one bowl game today that's being streamed on Barstool. You've had other bowl games that have had 750,000 people watching on national television. Yeah, all right, maybe people care because nothing else is on. But we don't really care about these games. No, no. Well, and the, I'll be curious to see what the Barstool game does. It's Ohio. I mean, I know we got some great Bobcat fans in our listening audience. So, oh, you, oh, yeah. I hope they win. They're going for a 10-win season. There might be some people here that care. But nationally, that's Ohio and Wyoming. I mean, and it's just streaming. I really, you really do have to wonder how they are deciding to keep these bowl games going. 
Like the only the only people that it cares that would care about this, right, are the teams themselves. And in a lot of cases, I'm not sure they do all that much. When you talk about the administration and the boosters that you just mentioned all the way down, because it's a bit of a cost to go and make the trip to some of these ball games. How many of these teams are coming out behind when it's all said and done? Probably if, most of most them. Most of them, right? Yeah. If you're talking about the lower budget schools, right? Like, uh, don't we have games now? We've got the Boca Bowl, the Bahamas Bowl. How much are you losing if you're one of those six-win teams from the MAC or the Mountain West trying to go to the Bahamas Bowl? Like, how's that work financially for you? I don't you? know. I have no you're not idea. getting that back, right? Is that completely ponied up by the sponsors? And then how much are they losing? They must be promising a lot of these bowl sponsors who partner with the networks more advertising on some of their bigger games, right? There has to be some kind of back-end promise to keep throwing out these ridiculous bowl games that you mentioned what their ratings are, not even 2 million people per game. I mean, we just saw what the NFL did on on Christmas Day, right? Just moving no, in but on, what I have to hear the all NBA's the time is, wow, this, this bowl game that you said nobody cares about draws more than this NBA game. Who cares? I don't... That was the argument so long for the Pro Bowl. Well, it's awful. It's an embarrassment. It's terrible to watch. But 7 million people watch it, so whatever. But is it good for your game? Clearly, people... You got stands that are half empty. You got audiences that really don't care, that are just having it on as background music. Yeah, guess what? Sometimes Sonny on the radio gets ratings, too. Is anybody really listening to that? Or is it just on in every dentist's office in the world? (laughs) Just because. Every half-passed-out sports fan throws on a bowl game and then takes a nap. Doesn't mean that they're watching it or they care about it. And I actually understand it more from from a, a school like the Ohio Bobcats perspective. But Notre Dame playing? If I were the Buckeyes and my only option was go to the Gator Bowl... And play the fifth best team in the SEC, right? I'd say no thanks. Let's just move on to next year, right? I'll just I'll I'll just stay at the Woody and do my training and get my early signees in and get them working on the system for next year. I don't need this. It's, I don't want to go. It it was one thing when we were in the old days of college football, but wh- why why can some people just not take a look around and see what it's like now? It's not the same as it was in the fifties, sixties, and seventies. I agree with you. If I lived back then, probably would have been all in on those games because that's the way well, it was of, of then. Course. That's the way the sport it was, was set up. Then. It's completely changed now. All it is is, like you said, it's this corporate name and that corporate name and sometimes multiple corporate names. We're throwing mayo on people's heads. It's just ridiculous. It's not all that fun. We're not really watching all these games. We're ready for the big games at the end that actually matter. So as we go forward with a little bit more of a playoff system, that's going to be more fun. I would hope some of these more ridiculous bowl games just fall by the wayside and are eliminated. Is Luke Fickle changing everything offensively at Wisconsin? SMU quarterback Tanner Mordecai, your guy, uh, entered the portal yesterday, and he's expected to land land at Wisconsin. Uh, 72 touchdowns, 22 interceptions while being a starting quarterback at SMU. Throwing the ball over the place. 6'3", 214. Um, Who else did they add? They added the dude from Oklahoma. Is it Nick Evers? Yeah, that sounds right. So I assume he would go in and compete with him for the job. But it seems like Luke Fickle, you know, he's a defensive guy, but Mm -hmm. 
he's also looking at this saying, uh, I know what this offense has looked like the last couple of years with Fred slash Graham Mertz trying to run this offense. He's gone. And even though at Wisconsin we're known for bruising running backs that are going to run the football 35 times, let's have the hint of a passing game. And it seems like that's what he's trying to go out and find here. Yeah, and I respect it. And I also I was pretty infatuated. We talk meaningless bowl games, right? The Wisconsin one actually provided a, a different element because it's just weird. And the, we all I think it's one of the more awkward things that we have in the nature of the sport where a coach takes a job, right? And then sometimes he decides to stay with his current team. Before he goes on, we had we had Kevin Wilson up there at the podium. Yeah. yeah. Dropped that he was 70%. <laughs> Great. Like, right? Let's go out there and give it our 70%. We'll beat Georgia, right? Oh, 70% of your time has been spent on getting ready for this bowl game. That is wonderful to hear. But you know what I mean. Jim Leonard was still in Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. And Luke Fickle was on the sideline saying, oh, I'm just going just gonna to be in the background. How... How weird is that? I just, I can't even imagine that, but I know what you're saying. I like the spot. I think he's going to do really well there because he is a tough-minded, defensive-minded head coach now. I don't think it's always been their MO. I don't think I asked you about this. Are you surprised that he left for that job? You know, the easy answer would be to say no because you could see maybe a possible two-year path to where Ohio State comes calling. But for him to get back in the Big Ten, I just think that's a more attractive job than people give it credit for now that we're going to 12 teams. You know, if playoffs, 12 you were going teams. to a 12-team yeah. playoff, I think he's going to be really successful up there. And I don't think that closes the door on him eventually being Ohio State's head coach. Clearly, it pushes it down the line a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I think, I think it makes it... He's not leaving in two years. I don't think he's that kind of guy. He certainly wouldn't leave if something happened to Ryan Day if they lost to Michigan again next season. It would be one year. That's what I'm saying. But then Fickle definitely wouldn't do it because he's not that kind of guy. He wouldn't take the Wisconsin gig and then bolt after one year. If we're one year from now and Ryan Day craps out in, in these playoffs and then loses again to Michigan, I think he's out. And I think what Ohio State does is they take the the Brinks truck with all the money they go, about down, Vrabel. they go down to Nashville, yeah, and they say, here, Mike Vrabel. And we're finally getting to a point here where you can look at the immediate future for the Titans. They've had a disastrous run oh, with absolutely. injuries. Absolutely. And I, always, I always have thought, and I'm sure Vrabel even knows it in his heart, that Ryan Tannehill is not that guy. We're seeing it with Derek Carr in Oakland now, or Vegas, you know what I mean? Well, Ryan Tannehill's hurt now. He's right. dead. You're right, but I'm you got saying... got Josh Dobbs starting games. And Willis, too, but when Tannehill's healthy... Were you ever feeling abundantly confident that he could lead you to no. a Super Bowl? No. You've, you've got a good team, and you've got Derrick Henry, but he's only getting older, and we know how running backs go. You could see how you could get to a point in a year's time where Vrabel might say, hey, you know what? Maybe being back at a, a home base like Columbus, program I played for, I know how to win. I know it's a shift in mentality, but I can do it. I'm that kind of rah-rah guy. I mean... Oh, he has done it. Dude would be a He hoot, was here. Right? I know, I know. But to be the head coach, he just uh, different. had a different working philosophy. Didn't want to hang out with Urban all day. Interviews would be good. Didn't he talk about like chopping off his... His wiener. His wiener? Yeah. In an I'll tell you what, that, we always remember that That's Trestle head speech, coach right? There. Trestle gets hired... <laughs> And he's got the days. He's gonna Vrabel's go gonna take care of that to, team up north. He's gonna get there to say John. I, I guys, can, if I can we figure, lose to listen, that team up north, listen. I'm putting my wiener on the line. 
If we lose to Michigan, I chop it off at the Woody. I say this guy sitting in row B, he could chop it off. I'm going to give him a hatchet. I'll sharpen the hatchet for you. That's how confident I am. I'll tell you the crowd. They'll go nuts. Crazy. Uh, I smiled when I saw that Kevin Warren may be leaving the Big Ten. Then I cried. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Some good news for you on the eastbound north outer belt. That accident after US 23 north side now cleared. However, you're still going to find that accident on Powell Road east of US 23. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips. Whatever you need, there's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Timmy Hall is with me. Final show of 2022. Bone and I are back live Monday at 3 o'clock. Teddy, how'd you feel about the Cowboys beating the Titans last night? A little bit of a sloppy affair. Yeah. Narrowly getting it done. Yeah, I'm not very enthusiastic about this team right now. I mean, yeah, they they won the game. They win games, but they they like to turn the ball over, and the defense is shaky at times. And I mean, that game shouldn't even been in doubt last night. Tennessee wasn't even trying because it meant nothing to them. It was a close game in the fourth and, quarter. Yeah, so I'm very concerned about the Cowboys. Yeah, right. Teddy hates Dak Prescott. And no, I, I do not. But do. he's got to stop throwing interceptions at the end of the first half. He does like it seems like every other week. I mean, he's just got to be more careful with the I'm ball. With you. He can't do that. Uh, we dedicate the show today. Soccer legend Pele has died at the age of 82. I know little about soccer. I will tell you, though, that Pele is good. This is what I've uh, learned. I've heard about that. Yeah. I, Pele I is a legend. him. Yeah. Oh, him. Yeah. Pele. Th- what a show for Bone to be on where he could actually speak with eloquence. I'm sure he's got some bit of, you know, geeking out to do some brush with Pele that he had before as a soccer fan. I don't know what to say about him other than when he came to the New York Cosmos, that was a really, really big deal. That was a big deal. For soccer in this country, and he's the greatest ever play the game. So that's a big deal, too. So rest in peace, Pele. Not what you said earlier today. Did I say Messi or Ronaldo? No, no. Remember when you came in, you said hi, and I'm glad Pele's dead? Remember when you said that? (laughs) Right, yeah. I I disrespected him earlier. You had to tell everybody. That was between you and me. Uh, Timmy didn't say that. Timmy wishes a lot of people were dead. Not him. But you have no ill will against Pele. Not him. I said yeah. that yesterday on your day off, you were out digging holes. It was, it was a Wednesday on your day off. 
Well, people thought that I was digging a hole in my front yard to fix a broken water pipe. No, it's just a grave. That's really a random grave for the next person that wrongs me. That's why I left some of the dirt sitting off to the side of the hole. So I can push somebody in there and then fill it on top of it. See, them. Bone and I had this idea for a business. Uh, I wanted to call it diggagrave.com or whatever. I but feel he, like we already had this discussion did on you the and air, I have this we? discussion? I feel like we did talk about Maybe this on I the air. Was, I thought it was again, me though. and Bone. Diggagrave.com. We, we have to be more discreet than that. Just dig a hole. Whatever the purpose you need it pool, you know, putting in a oh my God, basketball hoop pool. or burying a body. No questions asked. But we send you the coordinates of your hole. You know, you just had a great idea in there that the bodies could be under the basketball court. Then they'll never find them. People have done that before. Under like patios and stuff. Right. Yeah. Of course. It's a, it's a natural way to hide them. Am I the only one who's ever thought about <laughs> what I would do if I killed someone? I'm not the only one who's thought about it. Oh, you have to man. have a plan. I said yesterday, uh, Wednesday, I forget what day it is, that I think about doing things with Ariana Grande. I'm never going to do them, but I think What's about it. What's that got to do with the digging of I graves? I just said I'm not going to kill anyone, but I think about if I did, where would I put them? Oh, like you're not going to do anything with Ariana Grande. Right. But you you can think about but it. But I can think about yeah, it. Yeah, you can think and you can dream. That's about all it's going to be. Uh, I smiled yesterday when I saw that Kevin Warren may be leaving the Big Ten taking another job then i cried when i saw it was going to be the presidency of the chicago bears the hapless team that i root for uh i saw bears fans today were all over this they're excited about it because they know nothing about the big 10 or college football and you can say well i got northwestern don't they know no they have no idea they're stupid uh they see a guy who is the president of the big 10 they see a guy who was an executive with the vikings and the lions two teams that won nothing and how he got a stadium he got a nice big dome built in minneapolis the bears want to get their big dome built in arlington heights and they think this bureaucratic a-hole can help them do that that's fine then i had to remind myself that the guy he's replacing by the way he doesn't have the job yet but the guy he would be replacing ted phillips has done nothing for the past 39 years except kick me in the sack every single year so what the hell Go ahead. Bears are ruined anyway. Kevin Warren can go there. He can be the president. And then someone who's actually running things in the Big Ten can take that job. Because Kevin Warren's not running anything. I said this months ago when he's up at the podium talking about how he's working on expansion and he's doing this and he's doing that. He's doing nothing. He's been on his crusade the last couple months to make himself seem relevant because he knew a job like this was his out. He wanted to make it seem like he was really important in USC and UCLA and the future of Big Ten expansion. All of this was getting done, whether he was there or not. He didn't do anything. Guy's pretty much spent his entire career as an NFL exec, and you're right. There's not really a whole lot to be that excited about. Like, I don't care about getting stadiums built if I'm a fan. I mean, maybe... It's a nice sidebar. Like if I'm a Washington Commanders fan and I actually have season tickets and I'm I'm probably a little bit sick of going to FedEx Field because poo leaks on you in B deck and that's not and they also try to kill opposing quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts. They have fences fall on him and fans come tumbling. How old down is the, that place? It's only like twenty five years not old. Not that old, but it's bad. It's like oh yeah, it's what are you bad. gonna do? It's twenty five years old. Poo falls on you. That's what happens. 
But listen, you want to win, all right? A stadium is a nice thing. Like, yeah, you're going to go out, you'll have better hangout, better amenities, but you want to win football games. And he's, he's pretty much taken the tour of the NFC North now, right? With the Lions, then with the Vikings for 14 years. And if he goes to the Bears, good thing for him, though, it ain't going to be much of a move. Probably didn't have to move houses. And where's that Big Ten office? It's like in a strip center, isn't it? We found out, like, you got a Dave in, and Buster's across the street. It's in Rosemont, isn't it? Rosemont, Illinois. Yeah. You don't have to move. It'd be good for him. I love this this uh, story that they're talking about with him joining the Bears, potentially joining the Bears. Warren has led the Big Ten with the additions of USC and UCLA and helped shepherd a record-setting television deal in recent months that has been valued at more than $7 billion. Yes, I... Technically, all those things have happened. Timmy, this is no disrespect to you. If you were the president, if you were the commissioner of the Big Ten, you too would get a television deal worth $7 billion because of the product you represent. You have Big Ten football. What, what do you think? Kevin Warren's like, State. I know people at CBS. They'll return my call. All you have to be is the commissioner of the Big Ten. And they're returning your call and giving you buckets of money. You say, guys, we have the Ohio State-Michigan game at the end of the season. Right? I don't know if we want that, but you make a real compelling case, Kevin Warren. Here's and, money. And like 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 you said, yeah, credit where credit's due. You want to expand. You want to make sure that you're in the race. He when, didn't do when the it. SEC got Texas and Oklahoma. But again, if, if USC and UCLA weren't going to go to the SEC, what was the other logical destination for him? I, I say this, and I know it's it sounds all ridiculous with how spread out everything is across the map, but it was the Big Ten. They're the other Super League, and it will be interesting to see you know, if he does switch it up here. Did they hire from within? What are the first couple of things on the docket? Because they're still talking about expansion seemingly every day. Which other teams are going to start Gene to go Smith after? will be the new commissioner of the Big Ten. Every stadium will be renamed the Hoosier Dome. You'll have artificial turf everywhere, and he'll schedule all basketball games at 3 o'clock, just to spite me. (laughs) Just to spite me. Weekday football games at 3 o'clock, too. (laughs) Friday at 3. Just to spite me. Uh, Joe Joe Burrow, him too. He's testy. I'll tell you why. Coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Emergency crews are on the scene of an accident on the ramp from Broad Street on the westbound I-70 and also seeing a little bit of a slowdown on northbound I-71 south side between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on boneless, skinless chicken tenders, just $3.99 a pound now through January 3rd. Get real. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Friday. So glad you're here. Three hours a day, every single day. Including Monday, we are back for the first show of 2023, Me and Bone Live, 3 to 6, hopefully talking about a Buckeye victory in Mm. the Peach Bowl. Timmy Hall is with me today. 
Joe Burrow and the Bengals getting ready for the Bills this weekend. Joe Burrow was asked if playing the Bills this week is a good test for the Bengals. And he had the right answer. I liked it, man. Because I, I would have said Spicy the same thing. Joe. Like, what are you talking about? A, a test. We were in the Super Bowl, man. They should be talking about they a weren't. test against us. You know, I know the Bills won the offseason. Everybody loves Josh Allen. That's great. By the way, this is me talking, not him. But the, the Cincinnati Bengals are playing some of the best football in the league right now. And they were in the Super Bowl last year. This is a test for the Bills. Not the other way around. Yeah, I think the way the cre- the question was posed to him was about, is this going to be a good litmus test for you guys? And that's what kind of sparked that response. He said, we've beaten everybody. We know we can play against everybody. We've done it in the biggest of moments. Like I said, we're treating every game the same. We've played everybody the last two years. And then the, the conversation shifted to the thing that the Bengals had with the Chiefs. You know, because they had the game here... This season, they had the two games with them end of the regular season. And then, of course, in the postseason last year. And at that time, he said, you know, we hadn't played the upper echelon of the AFC at that point. So that was a big win for us. And now the Bengals are kind of off and rolling. And th- this game is so exciting, though. Like, forget about, you know, how that question was posed to him, whether you love Joe Burrow's response to it, or don't really care. This is just a big football game. Yeah, I mean, he's, this is good stuff. He's feeling it right now, and even though that game didn't work out the way that you wanted it to, I mean, you got the victory last week, but the way it was trending in that first half, you thought you were going to run away with things. And then you sort of crapped on yourself and held on for dear life. It's still kind of the thing with this Cincinnati team, would you agree? How they, they're winning games, but if you really watched all these Cincinnati games this past, you know, when since they're on this streak here... They haven't really been stellar in all facets of the game. They they'll either have a really bad half no, and then a really good half. That's true, but they're the not other really side stacking of that is, good quarters. Who the hell is at this point? You know who who is that stellar team? You watch the Chiefs; it's the same story. They're playing crappy teams and just getting by. If you watch teams like the Vikings, who are leading that division. You know, they've had a couple miracle wins and some terrible losses, and they've looked really bad despite their record. Cowboys last night. Cowboys are going to win that division, right, Teddy? But do you look at that Cowboy team and say, yeah, pencil them in the Super Bowl. I know they can do it. Eagles will win the division. Well, that, that's right. You're yeah. right. But, but the Cowboys are 12-4. and four. <laughs> Right. There are no slouches. I forgot about the Eagles. Even You're the, right. Even the Eagles, though, they... I mean, they had the Bears game where that wasn't a cakewalk for them, right? Colts game too. They destroyed the Giants, but the and the Titans, but the Packers, the Colts, they were tough. They of course saying, lost that, to the Commanders. That's the league. Yeah. You're not playing college football here, where there's that huge talent separation. You're right. You're right. Games will be close. I'm, Tyvis always told the story to me when he got to the league. One of his position coaches joked with him about him being an Ohio State guy. He said, "Oh yeah, it's going to be different for you." Every game's close here in the NFL. And you look around week to week, you find that that's true. If you're a fan of professional football, it's usually like that. Joe Burrow is also set to uh, set a record, well, at least get into the lead of this record, considering his career is far from over. Drew Brees is the all-time leader in completion percentage at 67.7%. You need 1,500 attempts to qualify for this list. Joe Burrow has 1,488 attempts. So 12 more pass attempts, he'll officially qualify to be on this list. His current completion percentage is 69. 
69.0. Drew Brees, 67.7. So he would, this week, move into first place on this list. Can you give me the other four in the top five? Are any of them current? Yes. Okay. All of them are current. Wow. Okay, so I was that was my thing. I think this is a stat. Like, we talk about just the evolution of the game and the passing attack. I think the high completion percentage is something that's coming with the nature of the Offenses game right have, now. Offenses have changed. We and just how the quarterbacks are. College football, where you're like, this guy had 34 touchdowns and yeah, yeah. three interceptions. Right. Like, right, get in line. That, that happens everywhere if you're a good program. I, s- I saw somebody on Instagram recently trying to besmirch Troy Aikman and his numbers. No, I'm like, buddy, stupid. he's a Hall of Famer. And that, and like, what are we talking ignorant. about here? Right. That's ignorant and stupid. You're, you're sounding like an idiot so here. Drew he Brees, Okay, okay. So, currently number one, 67.7. Bra- Brady. Let's go with Brady. No. Okay, let's go with a... Uh, uh, Derek Carr. No. Um, Again, we're looking for efficiency here. Just completion percentage. Completion percentage. Current yeah. players. Current players. One is Justin out, Herbert? One, yes, Justin Herbert is fifth. Patrick. 66.8%. Patrick Mahomes. No. Okay. Like Kirk Cousins, I bet, is on this no. list. No. Really? Okay. No. I feel like he's up at around like 70% every year. Teddy, do you have any guesses? Josh? No, I don't think Josh I'll Allen. I'd say Josh would. Allen. No, think not Josh actually. Allen. All right, here's the list because this is painful. Yeah, it is. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo oh, is number God. two. Yeah, that's why I tried throwing out a Derek Carr type of guess. At 67.6%. Then it is Brown's quarterback, Deshaun Watson, 67.2%. Wow. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, is he up there? No. Wow. Then it's Teddy's guy throwing picks last night, Dak Prescott, at 66.8%, tied with Justin Herbert at 66.8%. Hmm. But Joe Burrow will be the leader. When he throws 12 more passes and gets to 1,500 attempts for his career. Good for Joe. Good for Joe, man. And he won AFC Offensive Player of the Week again this past week for the third time this season. The offensive line is doing a better job. And he's doing a better job of responding to that pocket pressure. And now that Jamar Chase is back there and your wide receiver core looks to be healthy and Joe Mixon gives you something, that team is clicking. Now they just have to, to your point, when they have a half like they did last week, they've got to focus on closing that out, yeah, making it a laugh. But it's it's been it's been pleasant to watch how they have been getting good play from both sides of the ball. You know, it might it might be near the end when it finally clicks through, but you know, Von Bell coming up with that peanut punch to jar the ball loose yeah, for yeah. a game saving play, game winning play, basically. It's tremendous. I mean, Hubbard's been hurt, but you know, Hendrickson, he's been there to make some plays. I know he's been battling injuries too. They're just there just always seems to be a guy, no matter what the injuries are, to step up, make big plays. I've loved what Jermaine Pratt has been. They're one of their linebackers down there. He's been solid. By the way, speaking of the peanut punch, mm-hmm. and I've I've said I Peanut Tillman, one of my all time favorite players. He's an FBI agent, by the way, now. I think I knew that. Peanut Tillman, but he sort of, well, he didn't invent it, but he... Man of the year, right? He perfected that punch out the football. He would cause so many fumbles. Somebody told me a couple weeks ago that they would not be surprised. This is somebody who is involved in the league. They would not be surprised if at some point in the next couple of years, they make that an illegal play. Yeah, because you're punching. Because right? God forbid. You can strip, but you can't punch. If you punch with a closed fist and you hit can, their arm or they whatever, they can see making that a penalty. God forbid the defense has anything they can do. 
Right? Every single rule in this game is catered towards offense. You've got some smart defenders that have learned how to time their punches and hit this football out. But we, there are some people that think they're going to outlaw that too. So what is the logic there? Like what I said, if you go in for a closed-fisted punch yes, we and can't you be, miss, we can't and be then you advocating punch man. punching. Yeah, we you can, can't be punching people's arms we can hit or them. accidentally hitting their sacks. <laughs> we can hit him as hard as we can yes. in the confines of the game. But if you go in for a punch on the football and miss... You can't punch a guy's bicep. Timmy, you know what bad. time it is, buddy? Yeah. It is time for NFL picks. If you'd like to play with us, if you think you can beat us, call us on the telephone. 614-821-9710 is the phone number. Just for playing, you will get a $50 gift card to Urban Meyer's Pint House. Dublin's home for sports. Join him for all the college football action. Watch your favorite pro team with the NFL Sunday ticket. And see the games on their 21 matrix. NFL picks next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Emergency crews responding to an accident on the ramp from West Broad Street onto westbound I-70 and still seeing a backup on northbound 71 Southside between Green Lawn Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples is your one-stop destination for shipping supplies and services. And right now, get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item. Offer ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. Staples, the best kept secret in shipping. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No college education and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Buckeyes in Georgia in the Peach Bowl tomorrow. Our live coverage starts at noon tomorrow with Fan Sports Saturday. That official pregame coverage starts at 2.30, right? 2 or 2.30? Should be 2.30 for an 8 o'clock. Yeah, 2.30. All right. Tired. You talk. Me talk? I need to catch my breath. What do you... Because I just just whooped your ass in ping pong out there. ping pong? Yeah, it's been pretty ugly today. Sweating. We, hey, you know, I've missed the ping pong. You and I haven't been together in the office in about three weeks time. This is here. all the athletic competition that I get. I don't move at home. So, so this just, is really good for you. This is it, yeah. This I'm, I'm keeping you alive. That's exactly right. Or I'm killing the guy. You, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. I want you around. I will be there at your funeral, though. Whenever you go. In handcuffs, because you will have killed me. No, you're going to kill me. No. That's how that's going to go. Where's my uh, NFL pick stuff? Oh, here it is. NFL picks time. Common Man and T-Bones NFL picks. Sponsored by Urban Myers Pint House. Dublin's home for sports. Our guy this week is TJ. He gets a $50 gift card to Urban Myers Pint House just for playing. All right, are you ready, TJ? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Game number one, Cardinals. You know who's starting for the Cardinals in this game? Trace, right? No. 
Oh, Trace is dead. Trace and, is dead. And Colt McCoy was cleared, but he's having concussion symptoms again. So, so starting this game is David Blau. David Blau David from Blau. Purdue. Starting this game for the Cardinals against the Falcons in Atlanta. I will take the Falcons at home. I got the Falcons as well. I got the Falcons. The Bears on the road at the Lions. Give me the Lions at home. Lions got to win this game. You talk, TJ. Oh, the Bears. Denver at Kansas City. I will take the Chiefs at home. Yeah, come on. Chiefs. The Chiefs also. Uh, Miami at New England. Give me the Patriots at home. I'm going Patriots as well. Patriots at home. Colts on the road at the Giants. I will take the G-Men at home. I got the Giants. Giants. New Orleans Saints can still make the playoffs. They're on the road at Philadelphia. I think Gardner Minshew is starting this game. I will take the Eagles at home. I got Philly as well. Eagles. Carolina. This is a big game at Tampa Bay. I will take the Bucks at home. Going to go with these pesky Panthers. Pesky Panthers. I'm going with the Panthers also. Brownies on the road at the Washington Commanders where Timmy tells me poo falls on your head at FedEx Field. I will take the Brownies on the road. Poo is really going to fall on the Commanders when the Browns come to town. No, the poo is going to fall on the Browns. You're taking the Commanders? Commanders Carson Wentz is back. Wentz, hey, he got the starter back. You feel good about this. Let's go. Browns are going to ruin the playoff chances for the Commanders. Jacksonville on the road at Houston. I will take the Jags on the road. Jags. 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 Uh, San Francisco at Vegas. I will take the 49ers on the road. This is Jarrett Stidham starting the game for the Raiders. Stidham, yep. Let's go Niners. Niners. Uh, Jets on the road at Seattle. I think this is Mike White back starting for the Jets. I will take the Seahawks at home. Fighting Geno's here, Seattle. The Jets. A big game in the NFC North, Minnesota at Green Bay. Packers playoff chances hang in the wind. I will take the Packs at home. Pack at home, them too. Yeah, we'll be taking the Packs as well. Packers. Packs. Uh, Rams on the uh, on the road at the Chargers. They play in the same damn stadium. <laughs> they're, they're the road team. I will take the Chargers at home, I guess. Let's go with the Chargers. The Rams. Uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. This is Sunday night. I will take the Stillers on the road. Then I'll go with the Ravens. I was 50-50 on this. The Ravens. Monday night football. Bills at the Bengals. I will take the Bungles at home. Since he's going to get this one done, Monday night. Bengals, baby. Give me a point total for that game, TJ. 59. 59. Timmy? I'll go with 57. Thank you. Hey, Teddy, how have we been doing on the picks? We started off the season badly. Have we improved? Have I improved? We did better throughout the middle of the season, and then end of the season, you guys haven't been here like both at the same time. Oh, okay. But I know Tim had a week. Didn't I have a perfect week? No, you missed one. one. Yeah, That's you were like good. 13 and 1 That's or something like that. Yeah, so Tim's really good at this. Thanks, Ted. Back to you. 
Uh, ten Major League Baseball umpires are retiring this offseason, the most in over 20 years. Good. Yeah, good is right. Get them out. Um, you know, we could look at things like uh, umpire metrics now and look at their advanced stats. They have them on umpires. How bad were these ten? Well, that I don't know. But I can tell you that the older guys generally fare worse. That's not some sort of ageist comment. That's reality. We can see how they're doing their job. Just like I'm sure older air traffic controllers also don't do the job as well. You're depending on reflexes. These balls are coming in there at 100 miles an hour. You're telling me a younger man's eyes aren't going to be better? It's just how the human body works, right? Of course it is. And yeah. I, I have said, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I know why we don't because there are unions involved. But this is not just in Major League Baseball. I think we should do this in, in football as well. And, you know, they can do it in NHL with the AHL. Is you take the five worst officials, umpires, referees, whatever we're calling them, over a five-year period, we'll give you a pass. We won't do it year to year. We'll take a five-year period. We have to have promotion and relegation. Where you got the five or ten worst Major League Baseball umpires, if over the course of five years they have not shown to get out of that basement area, they go down to Minor League Baseball. And in turn, you take the best minor league umpires and you bring them up. Yeah. We should constantly be refreshing the herd. I mean, if you look at it, we got a lot of you know European soccer fans that love the way that it's done in the Premier League. The minor league system. I like how you said Premier. 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 That's how you're supposed to say it, right? When you're, you're doing it by the book. So minor league system set up perfectly for that with the different tiers. I mean, what's below A ball? You even have a level rookie, rookie, ball. rookie league rookie ball. ball, short season A ball, right? In, in uh, the other term. So, yeah, you can then just it's the fall slide league. down. Then you go down to the Arizona Fall then, League. Then you're in the Cape Cod League. You're in the Woodbat Leagues there. And then college baseball. There's your, la- there's your last Whatever. one there. You're down to college. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Still got that accident on the ramp from West Broad Street on the westbound I-70. And traffic is backed up on eastbound I-70 between the 71-315 West Split and Front Street. This report is sponsored by Ace Hardware, West Jefferson now hiring. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has CDL truck driver positions. Don't miss out on the chance to drive for one of the best companies in Ohio. Ace Hardware also has excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Or undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Well, I've done it now. Timmy's in for me today. Not for me. For T-Bone. A tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Here, look what you did. I know. We have had spirited. Oh, sorry. What are you throwing balls at me for? Just throwing a ping pong ball at you. We've had spirited ping pong battles today. And I just stepped on the ball. 
out there accidentally with all my girth. That's two today. I know. We ruined two balls today. Two perfectly good balls ruined. Ruined. That's a good sound. Mm. I have kicked your ass a lot today. Oh, <laughs> I'm like two and ten today. But I'm, huff, I'm huffing and puffing. I'm getting to the point where I need a scooter. <laughs> you think I could beat you if I just sat in a chair and played ping pong? I, you know, it's funny you just mentioned scooters. I've, I feel like they're, I was at the store the other day, you know, just trying to get through a, a grocery shop. I hate it. Like, I, I tweeted out that the game that you used to play when you would guess the price of all your groceries as you were checking out, try to hit it, you know, within a couple bucks, no longer a fun game to play. Who does that? When eggs are like $9 a dozen, it's, it's no good. There was, I'll tell you what, the, there was an unusual amount of scooter traffic. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Usually there's two of them, right, in the front of the store. That's it. I swear the store that I shop at what's has like store? 15 of them. What's the store? It was a Meyer. I feel like there's a lot of scooters at Meyer. I know there's usually more than like the two that would be at a just traditional only grocery store, but not 15 to 20. I mean, there was, there should have been like turn signals and there should have been stoplights for the amount of scooters that were in the store that day. The one thing I, I do miss from uh, everybody's afraid of everything germs pandemic during that time right is i would still go to the grocery store because i like to be able to see what i'm buying and pick out what i'm buying and everybody who still went to the grocery store they were very determined just to get what they want it was always single shoppers like there were no kids running around single shoppers you get what you want orderly fashion nobody's talking get the hell out i don't understand why but now, you bring a whole family but to now the it's store. hey kids we got nine kids what should we do oh, let's go to the God. grocery store and loiter uh let's stand in everybody's way i'm just trying to get my cart across the bread aisle let's there's talk seven people at the fruit Let's stand and have a neighborhood reunion at the fruit. Just wave, acknowledge, and move on. We're there for a purpose. That's a great point. It's a great point because I noticed more of that too. Two days ago, just there was a there was a family of seven. Why are you all coming to the grocery store? You got to figure with seven kids. One of the kids is old enough to stay home with the other kids. Who want? One of them was for sure. A couple of them were teenagers. Like who wants to be out there at the store? And all I heard because I passed by this family a couple of different times while I was doing the shopping. Both times there was just constant bickering about let's get this, let's get that, and like the dad was trying to shoot it all down. Well, this would be a whole lot easier. It just have one of the adults. My wife, you think I take? It, one out of ten times, I wind up taking Jack to the store with me. He just chills at the house with, likely, Sarah. Or, like, I'll go or she'll go. We trade off who goes to the store. You're a responsible person. Thinking about other people. I'm not trying to clog up those aisles. I'm with you. Also, let's get back to where these stores opened early. I know there's staffing issues, but Giant Eagle opening at 7 o'clock? Get the hell out of here. What do you want, 4 a.m.? All grocery stores should be open 5 a.m. 5 I'll say 5. 5 a.m. Ideally, 24 hours, yeah, everything, that was all nice. the time. That was nice. But grocery store, 5 a.m. Even if you're still stocking stuff. I know there's staff there. Open the door. All these registers are automatic anyway. You don't have to have anybody there checking people out. They got the automatic thing. You swipe yourself. They don't even have bags anymore at the Giant Eagle. I got to bring my own bag. Fine. Open up. Yeah, I... You ever have any issues being in a grocery store in the middle of the night? I used to I used to stop no, by I, a store. I, would go. I used to stop by a store 
when I was doing morning radio at another station and you know, we're talking three thirty, three forty-five in the morning, right? And there was a, it was a Harris Teeter. We're talking about in the Carolinas, Harris Teeters, baby. And there's just this one time. There wasn't very much of a security presence in the store, and occasionally you'd get some homeless people that would be hanging out, like by the entrances or whatever. But this one time, a guy basically accosted me in the store. He followed me around, and I could kind of tell that this was happening. And he tried to start conversation. I was wearing a Kansas golf shirt or whatever. And he started commenting to me about the 1988 national championship he's, team. He's just interested. He started you. talking about Danny and the miracles he's with just, me. He's a lonely guy. <laughs> it ended with me paying him off so I could get to safety. But see, what well, you don't understand. <laughs> That's what ultimately is that happened. in that store talking about Danny Manning is code for go in the bathroom and have a little Man- slobber to <laughs> manly love with cam that's Neely. right right that's what you do you say hey danny manning you wink at him and you're both in the uh, bathroom having a good time uh, and we have to uh, it's a grocery store too so there's more privacy because you have the double doors i always love that classic feel in the grocery store you actually had to go back into the stock room say do you guys have a bathroom here they're like oh yeah it's like all the, the way guy, in the back the guy in the the, the meat counter is like yeah just go through the double doors there you feel like you're ready to go start working in the store and then like no go around the corner there there it is all right rundown common man and t-bones the rundown the rundown sponsored by mobile center part of the 5g t-mobile network buckeyes in georgia tomorrow night in atlanta of course catch all the action right here on the fan ryan day says mine williams is expected to play he had a stomach bug earlier this week he was back practicing uh i am i'm nervous as hell for this game i am enjoying none of the build-up to this I'm not one of these people saying the Buckeyes are playing with house money. If you lose to Georgia, it's embarrassing. Whether you lose by one or lose by 30. If you win this game, yes, then you move on and potentially face Michigan for the national championship. Uh, In the words of Costanza, there is not enough voltage to jolt me back into coherence. I will not be able to handle myself during the build-up to that game. I am a nervous wreck right now thinking about this georgia game let alone what comes after the georgia game it could be in all likelihood what comes after the georgia game is nothing you go home and you lick your wounds losing the last two games of the season wondering what type of team you have in big games by the way who's our quarterback going to be next year lots of questions can ryan day win the big one next year against michigan all these things are running through my head and you don't think they're running through ryan day's head ryan day can act as confident as he wants right he can look at his bank account and say, I'm making $9.5 million. But in this game, your legend is built on what you do against Michigan, what you do in the playoffs. And if he walks out of that stadium in Atlanta with an L tomorrow night, there's going to be big questions about this Buckeye team moving forward. It's it's interesting you brought up the, the salary there in regards to how you're going to be if you lose, right? And the thing I've always thought of with that, with big-time coaches – and it's like you said there, it's about your legacy. Same thing goes for CJ, by the way. CJ doesn't win this legacy. Game. Yeah. He's winless he's gonna, against Michigan, and your highlight came in a Rose Bowl against Utah. Congratulations. Have you seen kind of his tone and his face? Like, has he's done some of the media that you've lamented about being every single day yes, in the buildup here? It affects him. It affects you. Like, he talks about, you know, hearing, uh, you know, opening up social media and whatnot. I'm like, hey, man, it's a... 
can be a rough world out there. You're in a big time position. Welcome you have to a Ohio lot State. of limelight on you. Welcome yeah. to a big time college football program. It's, it's not even just welcome to Ohio State. If you plan on being a top three quarterback in the NFL draft, yeah, and absolutely. you go to a franchise and they expect you to be the guy to turn them around, and then you don't ask Zach Wilson how things are going for him. You know, yeah, ask ask him how that feels. But yeah, so you're always going to have the money. Like back to Ryan Day, that's there. You work two years on this job making nine and a half million dollars a year. That's all you ever need. Your family's going to be safe and secure, financial security for 10 lifetimes, right? It ain't about that. You're still doing this, and you've already had more money than God could ever dream up. So it's about winning. It's about being the best. It's about competing. That's why you're in this job. That's why you have this job in the first place. And I'm sorry, I don't really buy any of it. You know, less so much for Kirby Smart, and that's only natural because he's undefeated and they won the national championship last year. Usually you take a job like this, the small request is, can you win us one? You know, like we've been on the doorstep. We just need you to break through and win one national championship. And then after that, you're just talking about, well, how tall is that statue going to be when your time is done? But I think Ryan Day has a lot of pressure on him. I think he feels the pressure every night he's down there before he goes to bed. So I don't buy any about I don't buy any of that not feeling added pressure stuff. Of course he does. I understand not wanting to vocalize it. I do too. But but, you feel it. You know, I got a lot of questions about this game. I have a lot of concerns about this game. Defensively, I have a lot of questions. Can they stop Georgia? Georgia is very well balanced. Um, Offensively, point to all the offensive numbers you want and point totals and this and that and the fact they have the best receiver in the country, which they do, in Marvin Harrison. The fact that they had a quarterback sitting in New York for the Heisman ceremony in C.J. Stroud, which they do. The last time we saw this offense, they scored three points in the second half. We can talk about the defensive breakdowns all day, every day against Michigan. Those are real. That defense gave up late in that game. But Ohio State's offense scored three points. Now, my question to you is, aside from the fact that we haven't seen them in a while, I could get it if you lose to Michigan, then you go out and have three more weeks of football, you start to hit your stride, you look good, now you're playing Georgia. The only other thing that's happened since the Buckeyes look like crap against Michigan is other teams looked like crap. The Buckeyes have not been on the field to prove that they're not crap. So they got to go out there and prove it tomorrow. Can they do it? Perhaps. But I don't think so. Final score prediction for me, Georgia 42, Ohio State 31. Hope I'm wrong. 42-31, Georgia wins. Oh, man. A little 11-point win for Georgia. What's the spread? Six? It's six. So they cover the spread. So it's a cover. I'm going to go... Uh... I'm going to go with a Buckeye win at 31 Good. to 28. Glad one of us is Teddy. We're going to have a Noah, a Noah field goal. I'm going with the uh, Buckeyes as well. Probably like 34 31. What did little, you say, Timmy? 31 28. Okay. I'm just going a little little higher. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a lower scoring game if Ohio State's going to get the job done. Their defense. Lower scoring game. You still need 30 points to win this game you said that and teddy said that too why not i just i didn't put it up in the 40s you know you could yeah but i know but that's where we are in college football now give me a lower scoring game buckeye score 31 right yeah no that is that's you're not low scoring today's game low scoring football game our coverage starts noon tomorrow right here on the fan common man and t-bones the rundown the rundown sponsored by mobile center part of the 5g t-mobile network jj mccarthy says ryan day motivated him I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Emergency crews still on the scene of that accident on the ramp from West Broad Street on a westbound I-70. And still got a little bit of slow-moving traffic on westbound I-70 between the I-71 East Split and the 71-315 West Split. This report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson, now hiring. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has CDL truck driver positions. Don't miss out on the chance to drive for one of the best companies in Ohio. Ace Hardware also has excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Timmy Hall is in for Bone today. Me and Bone back live together on Monday. It's a holiday for many of you, but we will be here. Hopefully talking about a Buckeye victory 3-6 to six on Monday. Uh, J.J. McCarthy is Michigan's starting quarterback. They are playing TCU tomorrow. That game is 4 o'clock. He was on the Rich Eisen show, and he was talking about how Ryan Day motivated him by essentially telling him to get lost. He said the Buckeyes were hot and heavy for him when Urban was there. And then after Urban left, Ryan Day wanted to go in a different direction for the 2021 class. He says, I respect him for his decision, but that was something that just jump-started a little fire in me. J.J. McCarthy's from Illinois. He says he grew up a Buckeye fan and was very interested in coming here. Now, look. That's not to say that J.J. McCarthy would have come here and he would have been the starter, been successful. Who the hell knows? There have been some, uh, you know, pretty good quarterbacks to come in here and put up numbers. Mm -hmm. I would like to see in the future, and I think Ryan Day knows this, and that's who he's targeting, quarterback that is more comfortable using his legs. J.J. McCarthy definitely is. But the thing that bothered me during that Michigan Michigan game and after the Michigan game is that J.J. McCarthy somehow proved all the doubters wrong by showing he can throw the ball down the field. Like that's some kind of special achievement Well, for a college football he, quarterback. He did throw the ball down the field, and in fairness to him, he completed several of those passes. Perhaps that's because his guys were running wide open 30 yards down the field. Any A retired 60-year-old man who has a, an idea of how to play quarterback, could have hit Michigan receivers in that game. That wasn't J.J. McCarthy doing anything special. That was J.J. McCarthy, credit to him, taking advantage of a situation. I guess it's special because he didn't overthrow his guy by 10 yards, but they were wide open running down the field. If I'm a Michigan fan, I still have questions about this guy being able to win a game with his arm. Yeah, I mean, you're you're without Blake Corum, right? That's the big deal. That's, 
you got to look at Michigan in that regard. And again, like we get so caught up thinking about what the big matchup is going to be. Obviously, Ohio State's got their hands full just being able to get by a Georgia team. And let's not look past this TCU team. Like J.J. McCarthy can talk the talk. I'll allow him that, right? Like you had your day at the horseshoe. That's on Ohio State, right? And that should make them feel a little bit more embarrassed, right? That this is a quarterback that they didn't want. They didn't think he was good enough. And let's be honest, to add on to what you just said, what was J.J. McCarthy for the entire 2022 college football season? How many touchdown passes did he walk into Columbus with? It's like 14, 17 maybe? I don't know the answer, but around around that. In today's aerial age, if you don't at least have 20 touchdown passes in the regular season, is that all that good? I mean, you could tell me that you're a running football team or not, but you've got to throw the ball. You've got to score touchdowns if you are going to beat the best teams in the country. It's one thing even to you know catch Ohio State here and win the Big Ten, but to think that you're going to win a national championship without really being able to sling it down the field, look at the teams and look at the quarterback play that they've been getting from the national championship winners here recently. Even going back to Ohio State with Cardale Jones and what he was able to do in that three-game walk-up. Are you picked Ohio State to beat Georgia tomorrow? So you must you must see a pathway to success. You think the Buckeyes are going to do this? So how do they win this game tomorrow? Well, I think I'm going to put some of my trust and faith back into the coaches here, and I got to believe in my heart that Jim Knowles, with what he was able to do at Oklahoma State and building that defense up and what he's been able to do this year with Ohio State. I get it. I know. I know what everybody's feeling. I know what you're feeling. I feel it too with how the DBs just don't seem to be able to cover anybody and they can't whip their head around and intercept any pass. But I think Jim Knowles is going to come up with a way to minimize the damage that Georgia can can do through the air. They're going to be able to get some pressure on Stetson Bennett I think JT Tuimoloau and Zach Harrison are going to be dialed up for some bigger games. I trust that Tommy Eichenberg is going to have one of the best games that he's ever had. So defensively, I'm hoping that it's going to be just enough. I had it at 31 to 28, right? So possibly a touchdown per quarter for Georgia. It's going to have to be something like that for the Buckeyes to win. And then offensively, I'm going to trust that Ryan Day can dial up a game plan and do what he can do. They can run the football just enough. They're going to... If they lose, they're going to lose targeting guys like Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Igbuka a lot. A lot of times. I want at least 10 balls being thrown to both of those guys. Not on bubble screens Through the course either. of the game. 10 yards down the field. Yes. Uh, going back to defense. There's going to be some, some breaking. I'm not saying you're going to eliminate all the big plays, but you brought up 28 points. I think that if the Buckeyes can get up 28 points, they win. My final score was 41 to, was it 41 to 30? You had 42-31 or something, 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 something like that. Yeah, that'd be bad. That would be bad. But if you can give up 28 points to this Georgia team, you got yourself a real chance you have a to chance. win the game. Because I have enough respect for Georgia's yeah, defense. I'm not, I don't I'm think not oh, saying, Ohio State's scoring 50 points no, on these I'm guys. Not I'm not saying you crazy. have to shut them down completely. But what this Buckeye offense has to do, too, is realize how this game is going. If your defense needs a a break, you know, a breather, you got to think about that when you're calling plays on offense. I know a lot of people want the Buckeyes to move quick, and I know sometimes Ryan Day wants to move quick. 
But you have to understand the circumstances of the game. If your defense is coming off a big drive, you got to find a way to keep that football for a little while. Because the last thing you want to do is put your defense back on the field in that situation, that crowd, and then they're gassed and they give up another big play. Remember just some of the stuff. Like we we'd done some shows together. We talked after some of those games. Like at the end of the Penn State first half, like things like that where you are if you get into that kind of situation, you've got to have control of what your timeouts are, clock management, taking points that are there for you, but also when you are in that plus side of the field, I don't want to I'd rather Ryan Day be more aggressive. I don't think we are the team and you saw it a couple times against Michigan where they're fourth in less than five and you're on the plus side of the field. I would like to see Ohio State just go for those when they get into that well, position. In, in this game? Yeah. Yes. You better your Absolutely. better chances to just keep your offense on the field and try to pick that up. No more punting and saying we're gonna trust our defense. Cause like you said, I'm more I'm more trying to restore my faith in the defense for this game that they can dig down deep and find enough plays to be made to stay in the football game than I am just emphatic in knowing that that's the strength of my football team. Right. The strength is if this offense can get back to putting up a lot of points and CJ Stroud can have a 300 to 350 type yard day through the air. And a lot of it goes to Marvin and Emeka and Cade Stover needs to be a bit of a wild card for this team again, too. He needs to pop up. Utilize the middle of the field. They have gone away from that the last couple weeks. They were working the edges of the field utilize the weapons that you have to get into space, middle of the field. Um, and, and and you can't settle for threes in the red zone. You have to be better. Earlier in the season, this team was one of the best red zone teams in the country. Last few weeks, it has not been that way. They've been settling for field goals and saying, let's go out there and play good defense and try and win the field position battle. You can't do that. You can't do you. You can do that against Northwestern and wear them down. You will not be able to do that in this game. You have to convert and put seven points on the board if you're fortunate enough to get in the red zone. Tool of the week is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Police are on the scene of an accident off on the left berm. Eastbound I-70 east side after James Road. And still got that accident on the ramp from Broad Street on the westbound I-70. This report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on boneless, skinless chicken tenders, just $3.99 a pound now through January 3rd. Get real. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Common Man and T-Bone present Troll of the Week. Timmy is in for Bone today. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, is now open at 71 West Schrock Road in Westerville. Timmy, are you ready? Oh, we're ready, man. Jordan Speeds. Skis. 
says, My Lorraine's from Lorraine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want me some glory hope. My tool of the week is the Game Show Network. They only have four different commercials they use, and one is the sad dog commercial with the sad music that lasts for two minutes. Hashtag GTH. Oh, I saw that one recently. That was nice. Was it Sarah McLaughlin? It was not, oh. but it, it makes you cry. Hans Gruber's brother says, My peoples. I got bronchitis. My tool of the week is the jackwad at the mall who thought it was a good idea to stock up on Team Up North jerseys and hats at the front of the store. Polaris Mall GTH. Oh, the store had them out there. Wow, yeah. All right. That's interesting. Well, you know what? They're, they're probably selling. There's a lot of Michigan fans that live around here. Probably not a great look to do that for a store locally here, but they want to move merchandise. Urban's Lil Meyer says, my guys. These balls are coming out fast tonight. you got to squat and be ready. My tool of the week is Jeff Rimmer for grandstanding back in the day, 2007 to 2011, when I used to work at a Giant Eagle bakery during college. He came in to get some cookies from the counter, and when I asked if he was the CBJ TV guy, he acted like he wasn't and said, people always ask. <laughs> That maybe, must not have been Jeff maybe Rimmer. It, no, that's the thing, man. That, <laughs> no. that was not him. No way. Because if it was Jeff, there's no way he's going to say, nope, sorry, not me. He would say, yes, I am. Would you like me to take a picture with you? 100%. Yeah, there's no way that could be real. No, it I'm was sorry. A, that, that was not, a Jeff Rimmer lookalike. That was not Jeff Rimmer, Urban's little Meyer. He would have given you his life story, and he would have dropped a lot of names, Oh, too. yes, I am. Let me tell you about my friend, Bobby Orr. He loves cookies just as much as me. Ron says, my guys. And going up for balls and exposing yourself. My tool of the week is the weather in Ohio. While uncontrollable, going from negative 30 with a wind chill to 60 degrees in a week is ridiculous. Go home, Ohio. You're drunk. Uh, BG says, my meat bats. And they're taking those inches. Um, you do, know, you, do you take those inches? <laughs> absolutely. My tool of the week are the people at the zoo who have no awareness of their surroundings. Moving with the flow of people, let's just stop and take a selfie, fix a stroller, or talk with someone going in the other direction. We live in a society, get out of the way. See, what did, did they tweet that in after or before our grocery store I'm discussion? You, that's not a Same problem kind of with thing. people at the zoo. That's a problem with people. It is. They're just, everywhere. Just move. And what is with, God, so many more left lane drivers here? I had I was trying to get to work the other day with the three lanes on 670. Far left lane, guys going 62 in a 65. Middle lane, there's a semi going 65. Right lane, there's a semi going 65. I'm stuck, and I just wanted to end it all. Jeff's Gentleman Sausage says, my guys. Twitters and twatters. My tool of the week is my boss who pointed out that my boots weren't steel toe. As he's reading me the riot act, I look down at his feet, and he's wearing Chuck Taylor's. As I point at his feet, he just turns around and walks away. Hashtag GTH. Uh, red and black antennas waving, says my guys. The male doesn't fit into the female. My tool is whoever is running the Airbnb we just stayed at. Four words, single ply toilet paper. Look, when you're renting out your place, splurge for the extra ply. What are we doing? Mitch, says my guy. Fills in the cracks and gaps. My tool of the week is my sister, Holly. Every road trip I take with her and her kids, she says we'll split up the driving. 
How come you need a pee break after two hours into a seven-hour drive when you drive, but the last five hours when I'm driving, you're all of a sudden a camel? Bitch! Uh, Dustin says, my home slices. Oh, yes. My tool of the week is the old man who rolled down his windows and yelled at me about my car lights at 8 p.m. They worked, but he just didn't like them. He was also wearing a Yankees hat in a Cleveland suburb. Hashtag go to hell. I need to know more on this story. Yeah, because what is, what are we Dustin, about if, there? if you had your brights on, then you have committed the faux pas. Because I get pissed off at people all the time. I live sort of uh, in that Shawnee Hills area back there by Dublin. And on some of those roads at night, I got to put the, the, the brights on. It's very dark. Because you don't know if the deer is going to be popping out or what's happening. But then as soon as I see the hint of another light, I turn my brights off yeah, like you, a human being. Right, you have to. But so many people just go right past me with their brights on, and it drives me crazy. I'm not saying that happened with Just or Dustin, but I need to know more information. I'm finding it crazy how whenever we have these weather days, people just won't turn their headlights on. When it's, I mean, snowing and very gloomy out in the middle of the day, when it's any kind of rain or inclement weather... You're always just ingrained to just flick the lights on. And not just the daytime running lights when your tail lights don't come on. Turn them on. Zach says, my guys. But he's sort of much more erect. My tool of the week is Mother Nature. Not for today's weather, God bless. But for last week, completely uncalled for. Neighbor's pipes frozen. Not able to salt the sidewalks. Dog couldn't even enjoy his potty breaks outside. GTH Ohio weather. I'm moving south. Don't do that, Zach. No, stay Nobody here. should move south, ever. The north is great. Uh, Micah says, my guys. You're going to see Graham, Cox. I mean, they're all just going to be like, hey, I got him. No, I got him. I want that sack. My tool of the week is the dad at Epcot who sat next to us on the 3D ride. Thanks for speaking in full voice while you tell your four-year-old what is about to happen for the whole 20 minutes. I had my experience with a douche nugget on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride when I was down there. Ruined the entire ride for me. People, shut Stop up. Stop talking. Enjoy the ride. Shut up. We've all been in line for a long time. We're hot and tired. Shut your mouth. Ed says, my guys. Ah, ah, ah. Who's that? I don't know. My tool of the week is Santa. He brought my kid way too many noisy toys. I couldn't find the battery compartments fast enough. Sorry, kid. <laughs> uh, he who shall not be named says, Nick Cannon is the tool of this and every week. He had four kids with four women this year and is expecting another any day now. Hashtag tool of the week. Uh, I think he had the kid. I just saw that. And I think that's, what is that, 12 for him? Man. Four this year with four different women. He's going after Scotty Pippen and Travis Henry numbers. That's something. Uh, Michael says, my guys. There is no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching our balls. This tool of the week is from the future. A certain head coach is my tool of the week. For all the terrible offensive calls he called against Georgia tomorrow. But please, for the love of God, prove me wrong, coach. Please, I'm begging you. Hashtag go Bucks. Zola the Pola says, my guys. Absolute drunken orgies. My tool of the week is T-Bone for presumably removing the watcher profanity guy from the 2023 show intro. Yes, it has been removed. Oh, you confirm that? Yes. I Watch have, your profanity. I have uh, confirmed it. Richard says, my guys. A whale's vagina. My tool of the week is the NCAA 
and there's stupid roll-down fields in whatever venue these bowl games are in. The field is trash, and you're going to really hurt someone. Hashtag stupid, hashtag GTH. Let's go Bucks. Yeah, baseball game. Baseball stadiums having bowl games. A lot of those. Uh, pick a winner. I got a lot more, but I can't get to them. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, let's go with the toilet paper guy. Who's the toilet paper guy? Toilet paper guy. Red and black and tennis waving also for that. <laughs> that didn't even register the first time around. That's fantastic. I want to kiss you. Toilet paper guy gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State store. Yeah! Uh, Chad Clay uh, impresses me. The same thing impresses them. Mm-hmm. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Police still on the scene of an accident off on the left berm on eastbound I-70 east side after James Road. And some good news, that accident on the ramp from Broad Street onto westbound I-70 has now been cleared. This report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on boneless, skinless chicken tenders, just $3.99 a pound, now through January 3rd. Get real. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Peach Bowl preview show is coming up at the top of the hour. Who's on that show, Teddy? Skip Mossick, Paul Keels, Jim Lachey. All the usuals, I think. Yeah, I think you yeah. hit him. So it's like Buckeye Roundtable. But it's absolutely. kind of a combination of that and Ryan Day will be on there as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be on the TV tonight. You are? Yeah, on 10, 7 o'clock. Live? Yes, it's a live show oh. this time around. Nothing taped. You going to change your... I thought I would just wear this. I mean, you're just in a t-shirt right now. Yeah, I'm not going to go on just the t-shirt. You know what? Do it. I see guys going on TV in just hoodies. We're kind of dressing down these days. Are are we ever going to break through that mold at 10 TV? Like, when's that going to happen? We're like your sports guys. We're, We're dressing down as college basketball coaches, right? So there's a step. They were always suited, buttoned up, very high and tight. You know, that Jay Wright kind of lifestyle. Three-piece suit. None of that anymore. It's quarter zip nation. Who are you on the show with? I'm going to be here in the studio with Adam King, and they are going to have cut-ins with Dom and Dom Tiberi and Dave Holmes down in Atlanta, who are there to cover the Peach Bowl. You know, there is a guy, not like this is an uncommon name. There is a DJ, I use that term loosely, on the SiriusXM Lithium channel, which I listen to frequently. I've to that, yeah. Who's named Dave Holmes. He's on every oh, day. Oh, Dave Holmes from MTV. Yes, it's, not, it's him. That's right. right. That's yeah, him. from back in the day. Yes. Yeah, we had a little deal. I I accidentally you know, a couple years ago tweeted their Twitter names are pretty similar. Oh, you tweeted at MTV I, Dave. I Holmes. I tweeted at MTV Dave Holmes, and he was, was very funny. Your, was it your genitals? <laughs> no, I didn't send him those. It was some kind of football related thing, or with our Dave coming up on the Buckeye show, something like that. But he actually played it very cool, and he laughed, and he's like, "Yeah, like that that hadn't happened before." Also, MTV Dave Holmes responded to you. He did, yes. How many followers does he have? 
I think he's got more than our Dave Holmes. I'm going to say he's at like 70,000. Dave Holmes TV has his blue check mark. Must be paying Elon the eight bucks. Oh, Dave. He might have had that already. It's a weird thing why we can't get him, but a lot of people with less followers can. Our Dave Holmes from Channel 10 has 5,082 followers. Uh, Other Dave Holmes. Who's just at Dave Holmes. He's got 87,000. I was close. I said, what, 87,000? Dave Holmes has 87,000. The music guy? Yeah. I just told you that our Dave Holmes has 5,000. How is that close? No, I guessed how many Dave, the real Dave Holmes has. Yeah, I was Tim saying, said 70-some thousand. I was saying yeah. I was close with my guess. Oh, I thought you meant Not he... Not close to... No. I thought you meant he and our Dave Holmes <laughs> had the same no, amount no, of followers. No, 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 no. Dave looks pretty good for his age. How old is Dave? I don't know, but that was was a long time ago when I was watching that dude on MTV. This is a good segment. He's got to be 60 years old, right? I don't know. Yeah. Dave's got to be 60. I don't think he's got a wiki, though. You're going to struggle to find that. (laughs) You're going to be doing some clicking and doing some typing. I see you on his Twitter page right now. He's running. He's out there running 5Ks with the bone man. You follow him. I do. Yeah. After the whole snafu, we made internet friends. Jen with him. Winters follows him too. Jen would follow him. Of course. Jen, anything music, Jen's got to be a part of it. All right, Peach Bowl preview show coming up at the top of the hour. After that, the Kevin Stefanski radio program, and after that, a special edition of Perverted. Ooh, Friday night. Ted celebrates all things. Peach. I was say. The Peach Bowl. Right. It better be peach related. Oh, it's he'll, peach related. He'll show you all the ways you can utilize a peach emoji. That's right. Back page. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1 800 Cooling. Timmy. All right. One of my guilty pleasures in life is to kick back and enjoy a nice roast. I think I've watched all of the big ones that oh, a, Comedy Central oh, has a done. Comedy roast? I thought you meant a like a roast that you eat. <laughs> I enjoy those. Kick two. back and enjoy a roast. I thought you meant a big piece of meat. Why don't we combine the two and have roast? Eat a roast while you watch while a roast. We watch a roast, or even at the roasts, we have a pig roast. Crank up the heat to ninety and get roasted. So this one, I this one I did not see, and I'll be looking for it. The headline reads. A man was given the death penalty. You're right up our alley, right? After footage of him being roasted in jail by Jeff Ross was used in his sentencing. So a lot of a lot of kind of layers to this story here. Hold on, hold on a second. Let's get some Why more detail. Why is Jeff Ross, the comedian, Listen, going to prison and roasting inmates? Because it's funny. That's why. It's kind of a build off of the last episode of Seinfeld where Jerry's doing his act in jail. Yeah, that's not too stupid, right? too. So it says a Texas man facing the death penalty is saying that a Comedy Central roast conducted at the jail unfairly influenced his sentencing. Gabriel Hall, got to be a, a Hall, right? Scheduled to be heard by the U.S. Supreme Court all the way up to the biggest court. In January here, he was convicted in 2015, uh, it was a 2011 murder, and according to court papers, he was awaiting trial, and uh, the film crew was allowed in, roasted the inmates, and 
he kind of played along with the joke. It said says the joke was a pun on the word hacking to describe his crime. I can picture Jeff Ross saying something. It's like, yeah, this guy knows what I'm talking about. And he kind of just was trying to be a good member yeah, of the what audience. what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah you know, I yeah. hacked him to death. Hacking, you know. I hack a lot, right? And so that's, they feel that that kind of was In, a bad life. decision. That was this convict not really showing remorse, playing into, oh, it's a joking matter, right? Well, you brought a comic into our prison well, to joke with us. Did he admit to hacking people to death? Well, Then we probably should kill him. Yeah, he was convicted in 2015. I used to be very anti-death penalty. I wish we'd kill more people now. We'd, we say it for far less than killing a man oh, or a absolutely. woman. All right, Peach Bowl preview shows coming up next. We'll see you Monday at 3 o'clock, hopefully talking about a victory. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. And seeing a new accident on the westbound north outer belt before Sawmill Road. Still got that accident as well in the left berm on eastbound I-70 east side after James Road. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Things are better in threes. Taco Bell has three new $6 cravings trios. Choose from the cheesy gordita crunch, Mexican pizza, or Crunchwrap Supreme. Then add a Doritos Locos Tacos and get a large drink. Get the $6 cravings trio at participating Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. While supplies last, drinks exclude freezes. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.